You're listening to the Gift Horse Podcast, a red pill commentary on life for your ears only. And now, here's Tim and Connor. All right, this is a part two. We're now in part two of our Mars discussion. Who knows? This could be a, a three parter. <laughs> we could touch something that's just going to continue on into many more episodes. We'll make mm-hmm. this whole podcast just just about Mars. We'll terraform this podcast. Oh, nice. I like it. Mars. Uh-huh. Our seventh grade understanding of the the Mars. Yep. You know what? I would like to say uh-huh. that most people listening are probably in the same headspace. They haven't really thought too much about it. They've heard about it, uh-huh. but they haven't really went down the trail of thinking it through of how, yeah. what are, how are we going to start the basics of restarting a civilization? Yeah, I've just seen the plan where you nuke the polar ice caps, you wait 100 years, you drop on the environment, fungal batter, stuff that can eat up the nitrogen and uh, propagate oxygen. And then from there you start adding in plants and animals into the environment. That's that's kind of the only theory I've seen. Well, well one of two, but I so then, think that one's the smarter one. <laughs> that, that means that Elon Musk knows something we don't. Probably, yeah. <laughs> that's why he's just, you know what, we're, uh-huh. we're getting things booked. <laughs> well, I mean, if he's booking them, you know, there's, I mean, you can still live in the biomes for 100 years. That's easy. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, the ability to not wear an O2 pack when you go out into the atmosphere is probably one of the biggest biggest milestones to have um how similar is gravity i think mars is a heavier gravity than here heavier gravity like 1.1.5 so does that mean that people will be naturally more fit who live on mars because their body is trying to work harder to support themselves Uh because i know in other places where there's less gravity or no gravity three and a half times three three and a half times stronger uh, the average gravitational acceleration of mars is oh it's actually way lighter okay it's 38 percent of the earth's atmosphere so if you weigh 100 pounds on earth you would only weigh 38 pounds on mars okay so way better than i thought okay so you would actually so, need uh, like training you would need to wear weights you would need to because okay. that's yeah, what just i was to keep saying. the the you know the the, the um, bone density yeah. up that, atrophy that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah atrophy mm-hmm. yep because that's something huh. I've seen in movies where people are like harnessed to uh-huh. like a treadmill so to keep their, you know, their whole body trying to get supported, supporting mm-hmm. itself. So what would be a fitness regimen that people would on have to do on Mars? Would they have to go? Well, yeah, they would have to have some sort of fitness. Otherwise, their bodies would go into atrophy yep. and uh-huh. they would die. Yeah. What would be the long term effects of that? I mean... Thirty-eight percent. I mean, what 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 would happen to your skeletal structure? You know, you're not you're not getting that constant gravitational pull towards the Earth, so your bones would say, "Oh, I don't I don't need that." You would probably have to wear weighted blankets over your entire body. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what kind of effect? Uh, well, I mean, sure, astronauts can come up with like, yeah, this is what it's going to deal with you. Mm-hmm. This is what it's going to do to you mentally, physically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to affect your sleep, obviously, and your dreams. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, being strapped down to a bed in zero gravity. That's kind of weird. So here's here's a whole nother topic. When does currency become a thing? Because if everything starts off with just survival, mm-hmm. setting the foundation of civilization, when do you start bringing in jobs and work and needing to purchase things? If there's people, there's going to be ways to, for people to spend their money. Uh, But what value is money on a new planet where all that's there is survival? 
Um, you either contribute so or... The, yeah. I mean, you put a base in the middle of Afghanistan, there's still going to be a shop. You know, there's still going to be a shop on that base. Well, it's because we've established currency. We've established yeah, exactly. labor. We've money. already established yeah. currency the world over. I mean, who's, who's to say, you know, crypto couldn't buy you something here or there. You know, there's always going to be a way. I, I mean, it, you're saying if there, it would either be a free market or it would be communism, though. It, there has to be a flow of money. These people, you know, all dedicated to the same purpose and task, right? There has to be a way for them to spend their money. And that's, that's actually a really good point you bring up, though. Now I'm starting to think about it because they're all dedicated to the one common goal. But people need to spend their money or they want to spend their money on different goods but you can't really do that and those are regulated yeah, of what's yeah. allowed on the base exactly yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of neat i think cryptocurrency would probably be the first thing there how you would start buying stuff would probably be second shipment around you know they would probably establish a small shop that has the you know the light the lightweight snacks from the from the from the world that were sent into space to to feed the first martians i think maybe if a person is now living on Mars mm-hmm. and they still have, let's say currency still on earth. The only value that that has to them now that they're on Mars is like care packages, you yeah. know, but even that stuff needs to be regulated. Like they can't just allow everything to uh-huh. just come on in. So I'm not going to send your brother-in-law who went to Mars, you know, a 10 pound bar of gold and, you know, or iron or anything, you know, right. yeah, <laughs> it's not exactly. getting there. <laughs> what would it cost to, to send it there? my gosh yeah it would cost way too much than what anyone has Mm -hmm. but the value the the value changes a lot too because things from earth are now a hot commodity because they're a planet away and things from mars there's nothing natural there has to be a trade though yeah you could mine the the resources on mars which i believe is one of the ideas and you start sending that back but i don't think that that's cheaper than mining it on the earth currently which makes sense. But there needs to be an established trade or currency or value or some way for yeah, economic theory to kind of develop on Mars naturally. Uh, I wouldn't want it overly controlled. Commerce can't be overly controlled. It would have to develop naturally and not be so strictly and overly regulated. You know, Otherwise, you, you get communism. I'm still trying to grasp what would be the reason a person needs to buy anything on Mars. A trade of services really uh-huh. is the only thing that you, you're doing something for someone, but uh-huh. it's really doing it for everybody, for yeah. yourself too. I mean, the ship store. Uh, There's your incentive. Yeah, well, I, I, I was. I think about it still like the military. Like they have the ship store, right? You're out to sea six, seven, eight, nine months. What do you need? You know. Well, I mean, having a Monster Energy drink, that I'll pay four bucks for that. You know, uh, depending upon the day. Um, sure. I mean, some ship stores had tobacco. Um, I think that that's been kind of slowly regulated now. What do you think the first crime would be on Mars? Theft. Easily. Yeah. And someone stole the would... one thing that someone brought that they shouldn't have. Boom. Someone stole somebody else's food ration or something like that. Somebody was really hungry, stole a little bit more water than they should have. Something like that. I don't know. But why would they do that? man is a desperate being i know but it's not like they're not able to communicate with the people who are in charge of making sure everybody is having what they need like you said the psychological mental aspects of being uh, you know thousands and thousands of miles away Mm. from 
essentially reality you know hmm. uh, here you are you're on a giant rock what, what what's what's there to do you know except hmm. the mission so anything to break away from that might be you know, the petty theft I could see it happening how would you punish it would you lock them up somewhere chop and... off their hands no I'm just kidding. um <laughs> I don't know I'm not a judge um I mean what, what's the role of government arbitration between two men uh no idea no idea for that kind of crime because I mean how, it's how not serious like you can just would it send be them taken? away yeah you can't so you have to live away. with yeah. them mm-hmm. so there has to be some sort of process to bring them back into society to mm-hmm. make sure that they're not going to do that again but yep. you also can't take the risk that they will because it could be life or death for, for everyone else, everyone yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you do have to take it seriously but you also have to take into account that we really need to assess the problem of where did this start how do we prevent other people from you know falling through with this i think it also it's very important on how are you educating the children yep you know the new generation of martians uh-huh. how are you teaching them ethics you know, you don't have to teach them U.S. history or world history, really. Uh, the essentials would just be, I guess, history. Would you only teach them the stuff that would only be needed for Mars? Like how to be an engineer or how to be a botanist? Like, would that narrow down the roles for people? Like, we need I'd say more, to an extent, yeah. We need more yeah. people to plant. Mm-hmm. So we need to train. We need farmers. Yeah, yeah we need mm-hmm. farmers. We need plumbers. We need electricians. We need... It'll go into service first, and it will go to, I mean, you can't teach a kid high-level, you know, aeronautical engineering at first, right? But mm-hmm. you could teach them to do the secondary jobs related to it. Mm. Yeah, I think, dependent on age, there are functions that even the kids could be in charge of, you know? Harvesting, watering, you know, washing dishes. Uh, I don't think it would get to that point, though, but, I mean... This is a, a brand new society we're talking about, you know? I mean, yeah. obviously it wouldn't be kid labor. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I give the example, but at the end of the day, though, all of these people are in it for for the success of Mars. Yeah, so, yeah, there, yeah. There's nothing so it's malicious. a community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I know, I think some people would hear it and be like, oh my gosh, you want the five-year-old to go garden or weed or... No, yeah, you know I think I mean? it's yeah. by... by by their means of yeah. what they're able to do you know like let's say if a, if there's a kid who's eight years old then okay yeah he can be entrusted to do some tasks that can help out other people exactly a person yeah. who's like a teenager okay you get more responsibilities because you're able to you know comprehend more yeah it'd be much more tribal mm. in essence yeah it's kind of neat an experiment in humanity what oh. about uh what about religion mm-hmm. would would that be taught because that's that's actually a harmful thing to a new society uh-huh. is because I feel uh, religion is where people start incorporating judgment yep, and where they determine, well, our religion says this is wrong. Uh-huh. Our religion says this is right. And so they do things in the name of their religion, which is not for the best of the colony, let's say. Mm-hmm. So would you even allow religion? Because... I mean, it's not like you can stop the idea. I I think you would have to allow religion. It would just. Be- I think it would just evolve over time, though. Hmm. Just like anything, you know. I mean, the Catholic Church, the Orthodox Church, Martin Luther, Protestantism. You know, yeah. There's all sorts of world religions. I don't think you could teach a, a singular religion, though, because then you would have to have the religion would have to be 
established the for the, for the goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we pray to the Martian god. <laughs> Someone would frown upon that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's such a weird thing to think about, but it's like we're talking about another planet here. Mm-hmm. You know, we we've always been on this planet. We've never thought about even going to other plants and you know like a fever dream maybe when we were kids hell now elon hell elon thank you elon <laughs> so yeah religion would kind of be free form mm-hmm. I, I guess it would be based off of the parents choice of what to teach their kids sure i mean say it don't spray it yeah I, I think evangelicalism or evangelizing other people would be frowned upon but potentially you would, you, yeah. wouldn't you also need to make sure that you're on the same page with the parents like you can't be teaching your kids uh-huh. things that are not going to be helpful, uh-huh. you know, for the sus- you know for sustaining life here on Mars. Yeah, we're gonna start getting kicked off of Spotify. <laughs> well, <laughs> you start like going you, down the rabbit hole there. <laughs> I, well, I don't know why not. Well, some religions are better than others. Oh, <laughs> red flag, red flag. <laughs> got that, got that, got that. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, if you think about it, it's. Um, like let's say kids have this natural rebellion in them mm-hmm. you know they're one of their first things they learn is no yep. you know of not wanting something you would need to make sure your parents are are disciplining their kids because if the kids are just acting rebellious and getting away with it uh-huh. there's no there's no room for bad parenting when you're call, making a new colony on mars yep. they need to be instructed they need to be trained and huh. part of that training is discipline would you send kids instead of just adults no. Why not? I Well, we don't even know the long-term effects of the space travel, of uh-huh. how long they get there, what kind of stasis they need to be in, yeah. how that affects their growth. Mm-hmm. I think hmm. they need to have a, a fully functional brain yep. in order to be transported anywhere over okay. that sort of like duress. Uh-huh. I, I could see that. I, I could see the argument the other way, though, too. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, having kids already established in a Martian society shows that the society plans to live on, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be a neutered society, you know. I mean, mm. you could say, "Oh, we're going to send all of the smartest guys," but you know, you got to get you, you got to get tubes tied and snip before you go, kind of thing. That would yeah. be an easy way to establish. Hey, look, we're a colony here just to set up. That's it. So it would be so no hanky panky with anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, but you know, at the end of the day, it won't it won't affect the mission, right? Yeah, so uh-huh. that okay, that would be the reasoning. Yeah. Wow. That's another thing, like relationships. Uh huh. Uh, would you just have traditional man and wife relationships so that you could procreate? I think at that point it's probably up to personal preference as well. You know, you've got some of the smartest minds of the planet. Hopefully, they would choose the right decision. But yeah, <laughs> but if yeah. <laughs> black, 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 black. <laughs> what would you do for art? What might, about might media? be digital? Might be digital. Yeah, I mean because media is influence. Yeah. So if you're bringing, you know, movies, TV shows mm-hmm. that are promoting different ideas, because yep. th- that's how it starts, that's how it spreads. Exactly. Would you be uh, very careful on what you're allowing to be? I would chop it off at a certain time frame, right? Would, isn't that uh, communism where you're controlling the media? Yeah. To see what what is influencing the people? Mm-hmm. Okay, so to a certain that would be a bit expect, communistic, yeah. wouldn't it? Oh, well, my my idea, yes. Um, but, I mean, yeah. once again, up to the preference of the person who plans the trip. I think, though, that having certain songs from our day and age would have a negative effect on the morale of other people, you know, that are there. 
I, I think you can't have contention in music I, uh, as well. I, I mean, people are, people have societies built off of, you know, a musical understanding that they've evolved with. Although I guess, you know, what if you have people of different, different cultures, you know, like yep. you say, okay, well, we have Ludwig von Beethoven. And this doesn't offend anybody. Yeah, exactly. uh-huh. <laughs> and then a couple other, you know, main classical, uh, classical artists, but you don't have anything from other regions of the world. I don't know. I think we're, we're in the weeds at this point when it comes to uh, no idea, honestly, I, I'm, uh, you can't say, yeah, let's chop it all off to a certain point. Right. But then you're, you're already auto selecting what people can and can't have. I, I think it would be much more liberal or it would be, it would it would fit the diagram of the the selected people people you know it would fit you know what the person instigating this trip has put forward for these people to live by or it would be bring whatever you want man either or <clears throat> to each their own exactly yeah hmm. yeah you're not allowed to play bad music on the ship you know and I, I kind of compare it to a ship you know you can't play it loud you well, can have it on your subjective. iPod. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's difficult to try and and bring down some absolutes, mm-hmm. you know, on on a topic that is subjective. It mm-hmm. changes from person to person. Because would you see a not priority, but would you see a an importance of bringing in art into the society? Because that that is that is a natural product of humans. Mm-hmm. You know, comes from our the the ages and the times that we're in and it's an it's an outlet it's an expression that kind of unites everybody Uh on the uh, to elicit an emotional response Mm -hmm. because that's really what you break down art to be is what makes you feel something i think for the first group um give or take i think that they would need to have something yes i think it should be digital in format and not take up space Mm. if you want to design your own artwork go for it right if you want to collect some mars rocks and you know place them in odd weird places in your in your room or you know paint paint your room red go for it kind of thing right sure but it, it cannot take away from the mission and it can't take up space yeah so, when it yeah. when it crosses the line exactly of, yeah. you mm-hmm. know survival and yeah efficiency. functionality yeah that's very yeah i mean much more pragmatic than you know personal expression i would say yeah mm. it cannot interfere with the mission in any capacity, at least for the first group of Martians. Say somebody starts the colony on Mars, mm-hmm. and then one of the natural storms occurs. Yep, the unthinkable happens, and everyone is wiped out. Would we try to recolonize it? Probably not. Yeah, I, I mean, after it it's depends. been tested once, or would they be troubleshooting to like, hey, just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not worth doing. Okay. I mean, I can say probably not if I think one way about it and probably so if I think a different way. Uh, has enough wealth and power, wants to make it happen again, it will happen again, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think the people that have their eyes set on the prize, yeah, I, I think human life is inconsequential to them. Okay, can we go back to the currency? Sure. Something just occurred as you were <clears throat> saying that. If you bring in currency, yep. that's creating, or at least that is going to lead towards a class system Uh of where you're going to have the upper class middle class lower class based off of how much money do these people have astronaut person base pay two hundred fifty thousand. 
So if people have different pays uh-huh. than other people, sure, and having that difference in currency, uh-huh. you've now created a different class system. Yeah, I could see the first group again getting equal pay for equal responsibility for equal su- success of the mission, right? So that it, it is not a status class, you know, it is not something of contention. But if you're, but if I you're mean, talking- even then though, they could have had, you know, previous wealth, you know, so I, I guess it doesn't really matter. I, I think they're all, there will always be, you know, different level of economic wealth. So Still doesn't mean I can't talk to somebody that makes, you know, right. a billion dollars. Yeah, of course. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's say the colony starts to grow sure. and it has its own provinces or, or jurisdictions, whatever you want to call them. And they're, the biome? They're, they're, their own biomes, different uh-huh. biomes. Steps would you take to prevent uh, like slum areas? As you're starting to build a civilization and you, in, you involve currency, uh-huh. you have the people who have more than others. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you're going to have regions available to different people of different value. Yep. So that means it's it has the potential for creating, uh, you know, slum areas, mm-hmm. and also the reason why a person would commit crimes I to think, live a higher life that other people are. Yep. What precautions would you take? To it would have to that? be a, a. It would have to be almost a militaristic society. It would have to be someone is in charge. So of, martial law. Martian no. law. Ah. Oh. I like it. Martian law. Um, Martian yeah, law. hopefully not. But there needs to uh, see it time and time again. A communist society will kill its people before it falls. You see a capitalist society grow crony. You see a constitutional republic decline and rise over 300 years, right? There would be time, you know, but between the slums and the biome creation. But mm-hmm. like I say, like I was saying from the beginning, the first set of people have to be the pinnacle humanity has to offer, and they all have to have aligned values mm-hmm. in order for this quote-unquote society to actually thrive on a different planet. Like you say, though, all of these little things will come into play, you know, petty crimes, theft, uh, currency, you know, creating different statuses, social hierarchies, that kind of thing, right? And if mm-hmm. you start building small, tiny houses for your plumbers, your janitors, that kind of thing, right? Who you've sent, you know, on the third wave and they look at, you know, the, the big houses of the nice engineers or whatever, yeah. you know, people yeah. are going to get killed. Um, not to say that communism is the, <laughs> is the, is the way, but when it comes, there would, there would have it, to be different precautions. The only way place. communism yeah, would think, work would uh-huh. need to be on a different planet. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's really what we're starting to realize. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> cut Communism. Let's cut that, cut that. Uh-huh. Okay. Believe it or not, we've hit tw- 28 minutes nice. of part two, and I still have more to talk about. Uh-huh. So, didn't think it would happen, but we're going to be going into a part three, talking more about the fundamentals of colonizing Mars. So, uh, don't send this to anyone. <laughs> yeah, if if anyone's going to be tuning in to a part two or three, it's not a great first impression. Yeah, drop out. But for everyone else, though, um, just send them back to part one yeah, to yeah. begin this, this journey. Don't listen to us. <laughs> and that's all the time we have for today's episode of the Gift Horse Podcast. Thanks for listening and be sure to stay tuned for more episodes to come.